This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and the Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network. Front Row Material presents The False finish welcome in mikey whipwreck and your host mike freeland how are you it's been a while since you and i have uh have chatted well not actually we we had two weeks of uh bco which was pretty cool which was great because we got two episodes done at once it was it helped out tremendously i agree i like that we should do that more often lock up tapings all right good we'll have two 30 second episodes and we'll be out of here (laughs) So what is the good word, Mr. Mikey Whipwreck? What's new with you, and uh, how's life treating you? Well, I'm down to a nice rip-roar and 243 pounds. That is fantastic. Down from a giant fat fuck in April of 260. That's not really a fat fuck at 260. Yes, it is. Do we have to go through this again? No, we won't, but we'll just agree to disagree. I don't think that's a fat fuck because I'm definitely uh, way north of that, but moving on. I'm well, proud of you. Well, you're huge. I'm just a fat fuck. Oh, my God. Are you feeling better? Is the DDP yoga, like, do you feel like you're making some improvements? A little bit. I still feel like shit. When you say you feel like shit, tell me what you mean. Everything fucking hurts. Between my neck being jacked up, my back is jacked up, my concussions are jacked up. Have some water. Go ahead. Chug that shit down. You just drank about a fucking gallon. Well done. We'll have to stop this episode six times so you can fucking piss. Well, no, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Um, I'm taking your advice. I'm using, I'm getting the, uh, the yeah. gu- jug. So anytime I feel like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. No, you're probably thirsty. Go ahead and drink some water. Correct. So, so I've been drinking about, I don't know, three-fourths of a gallon a day, almost a gallon a day. Not bad. Not bad. It's, it's not bad. Now they say you're supposed. To, I'll tell. I'll tell everybody. I don't mind saying this publicly. I'm three twenty five. That's uh, that's a lot. You hold it well. I try. Out about that fucking visor. I know. I know. It I'm liking away. the visor. The visor takes away from your girth. <laughs> it's got that peak in the center of the rim, the brim that, there. That's right. It's very distracting. It, it kind of like elongates everything. It folds everything up. And I, I dyed my beard again, so I feel, feel a little bit better. But for 325, and they say, you and I talked about this, that there's something about you're supposed to drink whatever your weight is, half of half that your, in yeah, ounces. They can, go, they can go fuck themselves. That is highly unrealistic in my opinion because I'm walking. I walk about two miles a day, which isn't a lot, but for a dude north of three, that's pretty good to start out. And uh, here's the problem, though, Mikey. I'm not, I'm not peeing. A lot. Like you're you not drinking would, enough water. Well, here's the thing. 
we started to look up like Megan does this thing where like, you know, when you press your skin, you're supposed to see like it bounce back and all that jazz for like, uh, if you're retaining water or uh, edema, I think they call it. Okay. And I think that that may be happening with me. You're retaining water? I drink a ton of it and I barely pee. The only time I pee is when I drink coffee. Only time I pee is when I drink coffee. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. She said I should probably call my doctor and say, hey, FYI, what's going on with this? Why not? It's 2020. You want to also get all the bad news out this year. Might as well. It's already gone to shit. Man, I tell you what. You know what? They're, they're going to look back at this year, and it's going to be in the history books as the most bizarre year. Did you hear that? Uh, who had an earthquake yesterday or something? Oh, no, no, no Indonesia. No. Indonesia. No, no, here in the States, like Tennessee or something? Or oh, they're all over the place. The, North the volcano Carolina erupted like, in Indonesia. What the, the fucking hell? Earthquake out here in, in, the, in the Appalachians, the Blue Mountain regions. There's been out earthquakes in the, in the, out by the San Andreas Fault today. This ain't good, man. Goddamn. This isn't good. This is it. I was going to say book of revelation. You know all those Bible thumpers. And, and if, if, like, I'm not trying to get preachy or anything. I'm but I'm Jerry, saying, you said that. <laughs> I had an aunt who was a Bible thumper. Literally, she would read it and she literally took everything literal. Not like not like an analogy or not like something to learn by, like literal. Like the frogs falling from the sky and all that stuff. Right. Literal. And she's like, she would always say, This is it. This is this is the end. And like as a kid, you don't really know how to interpret that. Like now that I'm an adult, I'm thinking, you got some radical thoughts going on. You might want to keep those away from young children because you don't want to scare kids. There's no point in doing that. So Fuck them. Scare them now. <laughs> Get them prepared for life, right? That's, scare the fucking bejesus out of them. And then, Shit, then, you know. Shit's going down. That's it. Oh, God. If these kids can recover from this, this whole fucking year has been – we had to cancel soccer now. For the fall. Oh, I knew that was a big thing with you. You're Ugh. highly involved in that. How do your kids Ugh. feel? Ugh. Pissed? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed Disappointed, too. pissed. The whole thing is just, I don't give a fuck about this. But the, th the thing that gets me is, on this whole thing is, that these kids are suffering. Yes, they are. They're not getting the social interaction. Yep. They can't go out and play with their friends. They can't do what they want. They're kind of almost forced to be reclusive. Right. And so the whole thing's just fucked. Hopefully that they find something, whether there's a vaccine they're going to come out with or there's some sort of fucking treatment or fucking something that's going to fucking get something, get this thing under fucking control because shit's falling apart rapidly. Yeah, I agree. What are you um, do? It just sucks. I mean, it does. It but, does. But the one thing that makes me feel better, not really, is that we're all in the same <laughs> fucking boat. This is true. You know what I've thought about? this podcast evolving into and and I, you and Shit i have show? talked about this well i mean that's already a given oh. it's it's so funny hey let's do a podcast we're going to talk about wrestling and then all of a sudden you know 90 percent of it's just the three of us talking about random shit in general who the fuck wants to hear about wrestling every now and then yeah great but yeah i i think you and jerry are much more entertaining and much more interesting than the wwe having uh what do they have they have a new group a new faction Fight Club? And it, it's bast, it's ba Bastard, yeah. Based upon... Yeah, Bastard? Bastify? You Bastard? My God. What? Is John Cena joining this group? Is it from Bastard? 
Um, yes, but you can't see them. That's uh, uh, good call. Uh, they're they're antifa based, or they're supposed to be like a knockoff of that. Antifa. Antifa. Yeah. Oh shit. Is that such a good idea? Like, I, listen, I have no credibility in the wrestling world. No one cares what my thoughts and feelings and opinions are as far as storylines go. But I will say this. I understand you want to relate your audience to what's happening in society. They did a lot of that during the Attitude Era. But is Antifa, or whatever they call it, really the best idea to go with right now? Like, eh. how about we just have some fun and get people's minds off of things? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yes, this fucking shitty microphone just took a giant dump again. Your shitty microphone should be the same microphone our old producer told you to, to get that he told oh, mine me to get. Took a shit. So now I'm just yeah. using my computer audio. Sounds all right? Yeah, no, it sounds fine. Sounds great. All right, good. Well, that's good. But I want to go back to old school wrestling where there wasn't much real life thrown into it. Correct. I mean, maybe you had the, that's right, Bubba, Adam Brian Blair. <laughs> You but know, that was fun, though. That and was Iron not... Sheik, the evil heels. Yes, the Russians. But everybody else was there, there. Was no real life brought into it. I agree. And when they and when they when they did bring current events into it, with the whole Sergeant Slaughter. Ooh, that was that. Looking back at that now, uh, I don't think that would have flown with uh, 2020. With, you know what I'm saying? Well, back then it was still people were smart, but they weren't like ultimately smart. And I right. still wonder what percentage of the wrestling audience is smart. That gives I mean, a flying fuck. When you say smart, do you mean that they know it's a work? No, that they're fucking, they give a shit about all, all the inside shit. Like, I wonder how many, what percentage of wrestling fans are the ones that are so into it that they go on Twitter and Facebook and social media and they fucking start blasting shit with the poor creative and everything else. And what percentage just turns on Monday night and watches wrestling? Uh, that's what well, I, I wonder what percentage that is. That's a good question because I posted something on Twitter that I'm a member of some of these groups. And I don't even mention that, you know, we do the show and all that. I just get in there and I just like talk to people because it's fun to interact with other wrestling fans. It is? <sighs> well, <laughs> I'm starting to realize it's not that fun. Right. Um, but everybody was just such a fucking Debbie Downer. They're like, well, this is bullshit, and this is bullshit, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, God damn. Like, I thought I was a little harsh, but it's like everybody thinks that they know how to write a TV show. Like, every person is. I would have done this. I would have done that. Okay. Put an application in. But, I mean, I get having an opinion. I mean, I, everybody has it. You know what I mean? There are times Jerry and I will talk, and we'll be like, well, that made no fucking sense. What, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, but you guys have the credibility to say – that fucking blows or that was good why because you were part of the industry just oh, like no, saying, wrestling fans are pretty out know if something blows or not well no but what i'm just saying though is if a wrestling fan let's say me was like oh that sucks huge cock that's bullshit and then you were like yeah that's that's fucking bullshit people are more likely to turn to you and say well mikey why do you think it's bullshit instead of saying me because you have been backstage. You've been with Paul. You were with Tommy. You were in WCW with Kevin Sullivan as the booker and Kevin Nash as the booker. And you have these experiences about how to get people over. You've trained wrestlers who have gone on to do amazing things. So it's like you, there's more credence to what you say as opposed to me or Tommy Dickhead down the street or Joe Fuckface around the corner. You know, Maybe, we're just, but, but, we're just but, spouting off. But people know if something sucks. 
do you think there's a universal suckage? Uh, there's, the product is kind of sucking right now. The, the lack of audience isn't helping either. No, it, does. it doesn't help the new talent get anybody. over. No. no. So it's, you got to kind of give people a pass at this point for now. Right. I mean, it does excuse poor creative. You know, I, I really just wonder what percentage of the crowd gives a fuck and what, what audience of the crowd just wants to watch fucking wrestling on TV. They watch the show, they watch it, that's the end, and they turn it off, and they go on to the next thing. I would say 10% are probably hardcore obsessed into it. Yeah, you mean be. like the Meltzer people? Yeah, well, it's just the people in general online that are going crazy. Uh, 10%, if not less. So, who do you cater to? Now, obviously, they're not catering to anybody because their ratings are in the fucking toilet. Correct. So, something isn't working. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, who are you going to care about? The The... the 10% that are going to nitpick every little thing or the 90% that just enjoy the product. The 90%. Oh, I like this. Or, oh, oh, I don't like that. Right. You know, what are you going to do? But like you said before, they're not, a, they're not a, appealing to the 10 or the 90 at this point. I mean, the, no. the 90 are probably, like you said, turning it on going, ah, oh, there's something to watch. This is something to do. This is something to take my mind off of the horse shit. Or I'm sick of pro sports and all of their stances. You know, I want to watch this. But then again, did you see the raw underground stuff? Did you see any of that? Yeah. The whole fight club, non-fight yeah. club. Great. The girls dancing, that kind of threw me. It was kind of like had this gritty thing to it. I'm like, okay, so this well, okay. is what this is. So here's the thing that, that did make sense to me. Because they have this underground feel to it. Okay. Right? Right. Where it's like dirty and gritty. Yeah. And then they have these girls, <laughs> scampily clad. Yes. Like they're at a fucking nightclub. Correct. And then you go right back to, like, don't you think if you're going to have that, if you wanted to have girls scantily clad, even though I think we're past this point and it was really unnecessary, but if that's the type of atmosphere you wanted to get across, don't you think you'd have girls dancing that are dressed up, gritty, and like fucking... Luna Vachon or... Tattoos on their face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. I agree. Fucking, Mad Max. Uh, all that. Silver spandex and and everything else. They should have went with a better look. Well, didn't TNA originally do that in the beginning? They had like uh, when they first started out from the asylum or whatever it was. I think Jerry was there back then. Um, they had girls in cages on either side of the entrance ramp. Did they really? And I'm. I was like, what? Why do we have girls in cages? Wasn't AEW doing that too? Girls in cages? No. no they have bash, like the bash at the beach. Bash at the beach. They had um, a beach theme. They brought in sand and like fake palm trees. And they had, uh, what the fuck's her name? Something Decker. Uh, she was uh, in a bikini and she was sitting in a lounge chair sipping on something. They had stuff like that. But that was the whole point is it was beach themed. I mean, and they're not dancing. They were just sitting in lawn chairs. And I think there were some, like, uh, some extra enhancement talent dudes that were just, like, in swim trunks and flip-flops. Like, it was creating an ambiance. I get your point, but it's – girls in cages, I think it's a whole different level of unnecessariness. Yeah, I don't – Either way, it doesn't make anyone decide to tune in anymore. It's not like, oh, wow, there's a bunch of broads in cages. It works for me. No, it's just – Whatever. So it didn't add anything. It didn't take anything no. away. It didn't. It didn't do anything. 
didn't do a damn thing. So the Antifa, Antify, whatever you want to call them, the girls in the cages, the raw underground, Shane McMahon, eh, whatever. It is what it is. I'm not going to poop on it. This is something they're trying. Um, hey, I give them credit for crying. I give them credit. You got to try. I can't speak English anymore. I just give up. Yeah, you never could. Uh, they're trying, but it's just, hey, it is what it is. But uh, every time I see people around the ring and they're banging on that uh, plastic, I think of you. Because I know how much you fucking hate that hockey, that <laughs> the hockey plexiglass. Oh, yeah. I think of my, and I smile I'm like Mikey's like, oh, this is like, why? Why is there fucking plexiglass? I, uh, you know. I don't, I don't understand, but eh, whatever. It's not for, and I also have to understand it's not designed for me either. I'm not in their quote unquote demographic. Well, who so, is in the who's in the demographic? I thought their demographic was a younger audience. That's what oh, I thought. Oh no. Well, maybe that's what they want. But they're skewing way older. I uh, think I'm in the demographic. Oh. Well. Well, you would think the old okay, and I'm not using the phrase old to be, you know, condescending or anything, but when you would think about people that are in their forties, right? Like us, you would assume that those fans have memories of the 80s and the 90s but the more nostalgic fan yeah and that's the problem and that's we're not okay we were around when the good shit was around we're more nostalgic we're not getting any nostalgia we're getting a whole bunch of weird shit i mean so i don't understand if you're trying to appeal to us you're not really doing a very good job because they're not trying to appeal to us they, they, they want the lower de- they want the younger demographic that's what they want but how are they going to get that but, but what's getting them the most viewers right, is the older people. The 50 plus. I guess so. Is that what it is? Well, here's the thing. So on Wednesday nights, from what I understand, AEW has won every demographic except 50 plus. And they will never get 50 plus because 50 plus is owned, I mean, from a statistical standpoint by NXT, which I don't understand that concept, but okay. Um, I do. But they – like, but NXT is not positioned or designed where it would appeal to somebody who's the older demographic. Sure, it is. The you think it like is? Wrestling. Yes, the people who like wrestling. Do you think they're incorporating and the older people? The older people are more into just wrestling, and that's what the gig on NXT. Do you think they're starting to incorporate a little bit too much talky talk? Yeah, maybe, but it's no worse than it was in the nineties. Right. I mean, that shit was all talky talky. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot talkie, of it. Talky, talky, four-minute matches. Um, I still think NXT has a ridiculously great roster. I still think WWE has a ridiculously talented roster. I just don't think the pieces are being placed in the right spots. They're not. And it's overkill. They're taping, what, eight hours of TV? Well, Every- what, happened, what happened to that whole conversation about, oh, we can't, we're only allowed to tape so many because the contract says we have to be live Fucking 48 out of the 52 weeks. So there was one week that they're allowed to tape because it's the week of Christmas. Then there was one week that they're allowed to tape because uh, I forget what the fuck it is. And then whatever else. But we talked about it. And we were like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would a contract specifically state that you have to be live this many weeks as opposed to having this many taped, especially when it's during a pandemic? So why wouldn't you the contract, just say – no, I get that, but during a pandemic, at the end of the day, remember when Vince was was telling the talent, "Hey, you got to come in, you got to come in, we got to go live." We're we're worried about the contract. That whole right. thing could have been fixed with a phone call. 
maybe. And just say, hey, this is Vince. Hey, this is network fuckhead. Hey, guess what? Everybody's dying around the world in the country and getting sick. I don't really think it's a good idea for us to bring our employees in to tape live. Do you mind if we do a big block and we send people home? Yeah, that would be fine. Okay, great. And when things get better, we'll go back to live. Sounds good. Conversation ends. That's, to me, which would make the most sense. Mike? Yes. The entire political climate could be fixed if everybody was that rational. I want to give everybody $200 in unemployment. I want to give everybody $600 unemployment. Okay, cool. Let's give them four and move on. Very simple. It is. But, you know, you know how Vince is. Yes. Stingy. So it's, you know, not, people don't always think rationally with things. Um, you, you and I are, are, it's so funny. You told me this one time, you said something about when you're in a hotel and you're traveling and you're on the road and you're going to do a show or something, you'll put on the network or whatever. And you like to listen to the voices of Monsoon and Heenan as you're drifting asleep, right? Because I, it's just I do it at home relaxing. Too. Oh, you do it at home too? Okay. I'm All the same. Old shit. So I'll, I'll watch... I go into the pay-per-view section on the network. Yes. And I watch 85. Okay. To like 92. To 93. Yes. Yep. And that's what I I listen to. Yes. That's exactly what I do. I don't go past WrestleMania 5. Now, I mean, I'll watch during – you won't go past 5. I will not go past 5. 6 was – 6 was okay. 7 was eh. Eight was in the dome. I didn't like, I don't know. Um, but just because, because, I don't know. To me, that was kind of the end at that point. I agree. Eight. I agree. Seven, you still had Hogan, Savage, Warrior was there, the Hart Foundation. Yes. The Rockers were there. You know, So you still had the old school characters there with the new guys. So I would say probably WrestleMania 8 was probably the last one. I watched not the last one I watched, but the last one I would go up to. Right. Cause WrestleMania eight, you had Jake and undertaker. Correct. Which was excellent storytelling. You had Tito and Shawn Michaels. Really good. With and Reba if you watch, if you watch the very beginning, a Reba McIntyre, <laughs> if, if, if you watch the very beginning of that Tito Santana, Shawn Michaels match, when they're going face, they're going like face to face in the, before the bell. Right. Tito goes to Sean and goes, you got a booger in your nose. And you see Sean turn and go, ah, play with his, his nose. So you have to go watch it. Tito oh. says, Sean, you got a booger in your nose. As they're going face to face. And then Sean turns and goes, oh, shit. I did not know that. I'm going to have to check. That's a little Easter egg. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But that one had, you know, that had, you know, Undertaker and Jake. It had Savage and Flair. It had Tito and Sean. It had Brett and Piper. Oh, that was so good. It had a horrible Hogan under Hogan uh, Sid match. Terrible. But you had the odd random run in for Papa Shango. <laughs> Papa Shango. Why him? Like, I don't know. And why? then the and then the surprise return of the Ultimate Warrior. Which got who, a huge pop. Who looked like half of the Ultimate Warrior with a Bob haircut. <laughs> a Bob haircut. <laughs> Looks like you have a 90s sitcom. What but is he, no, soccer it, mom? Yeah. I went crazy. Like, I was, I was at my friend Kevin's house. And I heard that music. I went fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> like, holy shit. Because it was like every pay-per-view. Warriors coming back. No. No, he's not. <laughs> Royal Rumble. Oh, Warriors coming back. No. <laughs> no, he's not. 
Survivor Series. Warriors coming back? No, not, no, he's not. And I didn't even say it at WrestleMania. Go, yeah, I'm not even going to bother this time. Fuck it. Well, did you, it, wasn't there something about that WrestleMania 8 match with Hogan and Sid where like something got fucked up? Meaning, the whole thing? Well, yeah, it, the whole thing was a train wreck. But what I'm going to say is though, Papa Shango running in, wasn't he like late to run in or something like that? Like, Something wasn't supposed to happen. Like, he might have been late. I mean, it was a long goddamn ramp or a uh, aisleway. I just don't understand. Why is Papa Shaco coming out? He has nothing to do with anything. No. He, it's just random. It's I, I. I wonder if they're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Charles, get over here. Yeah. Where's your hat? I don't have it. Just go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess that was it. I I just I guess they had to set up that Undertaker Papa Shango feud somehow. Oh, because that was just a classic. I look Undertaker. back at it now, great shit. So bad it's great. <laughs> With the ooze from Warrior's head. Oh my god. The vomiting uh, when he was backstage on Superstars. I had my bowl of cereal and I'm like, "Oh, cool." And I'm like, "Ooh. Good shit." Why is he puking? Papa so Shango. Do you also watch on the network, um, it's called Old School, and they have the arenas, like the Madison Square Garden Network. Like it's, I guess it's a, it was a once-a-month thing they did, but they did stars versus stars on those shows. Those are the house shows. All the local markets had them. Like if you lived in New York, that area right. there, on the MSG network, you got all the MSG shows. But, you, but they're stars versus stars. Yeah, it's all the house shows. The That's that amazing. You, the stuff that you'd see on, uh, you know, Saturday morning. Right. You know, the, you set up the angles on Saturday morning. Right. Right. Well, they, you know, in Howard Finkel, they did the local. This Monday night at Madison Square Garden, Hulk Hogan against Kamala, you know. And then because you lived in a local market on MSG, they showed a lot on Madison Square Garden. Right. If you lived in New England, you got all the stuff from the Boston Garden. God, that was good shit. In, if you live down in Philly, you get all the stuff from the Spectrum. Gosh. Out, out in L.A., you got the... Coliseum? You know, the, uh, the, yeah, it was what it was. Or the Sportator or Sports something. Sports Arena, whatever it was. But yeah, that's... Yeah. God, that's, those are so good. And here's the funny thing. Those, those matches on Old School, they're fucking long. There was a Coco Beware match versus... Um, Iron Mike Sharp. Are you trying to be funny or are you serious? No, serious. I think it might have been Iron Mike Sharp, but they gave like Koku 20 minutes. Those opening I, matches always went long. I was like, holy shit. And like, I got to finally see a full fledged Koku match. And that guy's not dog shit. That guy no, is, was good. He was really good. He was just and short. it's like, he was. And, you know, Vince is not real high on vertically challenged people. But, dude, I got to see that. And I was like, I saw Coco in a different light completely. I was like, man, this guy's really good. Because we, we, we got all those MSG shows. Yes. And it was the same fucking thing every time. You say like Hulk Hogan against Randy Savage, right? The first time, that match would go on right before intermission. And you'd have some sort of fuck finish. Like Hogan would lose by count out or something fucking wonky like that. And then right at intermission, Howard Fink will get on the mic and say the return date to the garden next month in the main event, 
Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage in a cage. Right. And tickets are on sale now at the box office. So they would get all the people that were there already rushing to the box office in intermission to buy tickets for next month. Yep. That's so smart. Then Hogan would fly off somewhere else to make the next town. Oh, yeah. they would. I, I did not know this, but I think you and Jerry told me that at a pay-per-view or whatever, once you're done, you can leave. I, I had no idea you were allowed to do that. Oh, yeah. I had no I, – I thought after your match was over, you would go backstage. This was just from a fan's perspective. I'm a not – I have no idea. You would go backstage. You'd get cleaned up or whatever. You'd meet with your agent. You would talk about what the agent thought went well, what didn't go well, whatever, and then you would stick around and, like, watch everybody else. But you I guess could, it was – Some guys did. Okay. But you but were guys, not you, obligated. No. Like, if, if we weren't doing promos. Right. When you – like, there was a couple of loops I was working with Shane Douglas. And she wanted to be on first. And she's like, Mikey, we're, we're, you and me are going to work tonight. We're going to work first. Okay. So we'd work. We'd be done by, I don't know, show started at 8. We'd be done by 8.15, get dressed. And by 8.30, 8.45, we're in the car drinking beer. Wow. Well done. That's actually pretty fucking smart. Yeah. House shows are great because you, you just wrestle, you're done. Pay-per-views, you can pretty much leave. But with ECW, you had to check and see if uh, they need you for promos after the fact. Right. But like WCW, when I'd work. The three times that I did, if I, if I wasn't riding with anybody who had to stick around, we're all done. We're out of here. Wow. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. There you go. Pin me, pay me. Let's get out of here. That's it. Yeah, that old school shit, man. If you guys have not checked that out, if you have Have the they network, added anything to it? I haven't noticed yet because I'm still going through it. Oh. I would let- rather watch old school than I would rather watch pay-per-views. It's so freaking good. The best is when you'd have like Gorilla Monsoon and like Lord oh. Alfred Hayes on commentary. I or the like best, that. Or the best were the ones from Boston. And you'd even get these on uh, primetime wrestling. They would do a lot of the stuff from Boston or my favorite, Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens with the Ramp. Y- yes. But they would show those matches on primetime wrestling. I'm sorry, but I, I got to tell you, I, I like myself some is it Ron Thorn- Thorngood. Whatever his name was, I liked him. He was one of the announcers. I have to. I, I know the name, but I have to. I don't can't hear his voice at the time. He was really good. Uh, Lord Alfred Hayes was just goofy. He's like a. Oh, he was he, awesome. He was just goofy. He just. He, I would like laugh whenever he would talk. Oh my god! <laughs> there was something on Twitter somebody put about Lord Alfred Hayes was with. Oh, I think Jesse Ventura. Yeah. On TNT. And I, he has this really ridiculous hat on. And Alfred looks at him and goes, that hat. And what about my hat? He goes, stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Oh. But Lord, the Lordship was supposedly a, a, a Colonel Robert Parker. Too close Scorpio, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, yes. Did they say like he would walk around uh, swinging it? He might have. Roddy, Roddy. <laughs> He was very popular with the ladies. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Time. You know, I'm, I'm lucky that I got married because, God damn, if it, if it relied on my looks or uh, my genetic gifts, if you know what I mean, no. No way. 
Nope. Be petroleum jelly in the internet for my ass. Um, for, for your ass? Well. <laughs> hey, beggars can't be choosers. That's right. Got to do what you got to do. So here I am in the network here, and it's the old school. And there's primetime wrestling, which is so good. Um, oh, that's, that's great. I listen to that, too, along with the pay-per-views. Yes. With Bobby and Gorilla. Like, they had like, some funny-ass shit. Man. I will watch this for forever. And once I run out of this, I don't know what the hell I'm going to watch. At this you go back and watch it again, because by the time you get through it. I, you know what I wish they would add, honestly? Yeah. All the old superstars of wrestling and all the wrestling challenges. Oh, I wish oh. they would put that shit on. So I could literally go back and I could watch from like 1985 all the way yeah. through, all over again. All that good shit. It's good stuff, man. Good angles. Well, they do have pro- They have all the prime times. Yeah, but I mean like the, the syndicated stuff. Uh, don't, yeah, they don't know, have the, the Saturday morning shows. Well, they got the home video classics, which is kind of cool. Do you have any idea when I was younger? I went to the video store, and whenever another super tape would come out, I would literally hound my local video store. Like, hey, when are you going to get super tape? When, because super tape was like, like that was the thing. And they got to the point where I saved up all my money on my paper route. And I went up to the video store and I got all the wrestling stuff. I got every single super tape, every SummerSlam, every WrestleMania, everything. It was like 40 DV, or VHSs. And the, the WrestleMania 3 had two VHSs. Okay. And I was like, how much for all of it? And they're like, are you serious? I was like, yes, I want all of these. And they checked in the system and I was the only one renting them. So it was kind of like, <laughs> well, what, what's the fucking point? Let me just give you the money now so we can end this transaction. Yeah. So good shit. Um, love wrestling. Love, love, love me some wrestling. You know who's good back in the day from the New England shows? Who's that? The Duke of Dorchester, Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty. Oh, yeah. He's great. I have to check that out. He had like no teeth. Long, <laughs> long, long strongly blonde hair. No teeth. Oh, it was great. He was uh, so Let's see. Got a lot of things I want to, uh, I want to go over this week because uh, I got a package, not the one in my pants. Got a package from uh, from a listener, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in this package. And there's stuff for you, there's stuff for me, and there's stuff for Jerry. So, what are you talking about? Well, okay, so I got a package in the mail today. Well, I was going to go into it right now. Go for it. So I got a package in the mail today, and it came uh, today. Yes. Monday. Okay. Let's see here. It came. Hold that thought. I'm getting a drink quick. Okay. All right. Drinking diet green tea with ginseng and honey. I feel like the green tea is good enough with the ginseng and the honey, but you got to go diet. What? Because no calories? It's really not bad. Yeah, no, it's really. Well, I'm proud of you. So, you know what? Who am I to talk? You're losing the weight. I got fucking edema. So, funky cold edema. Dan. Dan. You know, my feeling. You have the edema. Yes, Mr. President. I have nothing funny to say about it. Just you have the <laughs> edema. Oh, shit. Did that God come damn. from China? China. It was, it was the China. It was the water from China. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Water from so. China has got parasitic <laughs> things in it. <laughs> Microscopic, like my willy. <laughs> Not my willy. 
but Mikey's Willie, not Mikey's Willie. My, you know, since he's not here, let's say it's Jerry's Willie. That's right. <laughs> Blame it on Jerry. Blame it on the Jerry. Okay, so um, I know, and I've come to accept this. What are we talking about? I guess I'm a merchandise whore about the package I received in the mail today. So I received this package in the mail today. And by the way, I want to, I want to clarify something. I, okay. I am not intending to try to be a merchandise whore from these other shows, these great bands that are out there. I just like repping out other people's stuff. So anyway, I want to ask you a question. If this makes me a needy person, are you ready to answer this question? Yes. When let's say I know you're going on vacation, you and Angel and the kids are going on vacation. God, I we're, wish. We're talking on the phone and you're like, hey man, we're going on vacation, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Have a great time. Hey, you know what? Pick me up a t-shirt, 2X. And it's just a joke. Like you don't legitimately believe someone's going to go on their vacation and pick you up a shirt or pick you up something. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, ah, give me a shirt from there, man. So anyway, I've always said that to people, you know, when they go on vacation, people bring me stuff back from their vacation and I'm, it's just a ha ha. So let me ask you this. Are they interpreting it as a ha ha or do they think literally we better bring this guy something back or he's ex- going to expect something? I wouldn't fucking bring anything back. Well, you would really, <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything. Well, there you go. See, but do you see my point though? It's like, I'm not being serious. Like, I don't expect you to go on vacation and while you're there, think, oh, by the way, before we leave, got to get something for grandma, grandpa, you know, whatever, and fucking random friend Mike. You know what I mean? Like, that's not necessary. Over the years. Yeah. I know that uh, that brought me stuff back. Some of these wrestling people I happen to know. Well, you know what? Because you're a good person. Oh, I didn't bring it back. They brought it back for me. Oh, they brought back. I, I, oh, yeah, no, well, that's the thing. But but here's the thing, though. You're a celebrity. People want to do that. They want to rub elbows with famous people. Okay. But I know these people. It's not like you know. They like have. A, they, they they weren't civilians. Right. That's a good point too. Not sure. But I appreciate it. Yeah, but it's it's a very nice gesture. So let me show you what I got in the box. So I'm going to hold this up so you're not going to be able to see my face. So this is. Is that coming through? Mandamus. What does that say? This backwards? Is what backwards? Am I seeing this backwards, or is it supposed to be what it's supposed to be? No, it's it's uh, it's got an M, and then it's A N D A M U S. Mandamus. It looks like a band shirt. It is a band shirt, so uh, I'm not even gonna. On the back of the shirt, it's got everybody's name. So you get a sh- band shirt, I get a band shirt, Jerry gets a band shirt. Jeff, Joe, Steve, and Ryan. Mandamus. Mandamus. So sweet shirts. They're made great. Um, so I think this is Jeff Ketamine. Joe. Oh, God. I just said the first names and moved on. Arondas, Steve Arondas. Patterson, and Ryan Dana. And Ryan Dana from, I believe it's uh, Washington, the state of Washington. Yep, Tacoma, Washington, sent me this package. And uh, if you want more information on this group, you can go to facebook.com forward slash, how do you pronounce it, Mikey? I think Mandamus. Mandamus Band. Or you can go to reverbnation.com forward slash Mandamus, and then the number seven. So these shirts are very, very nice. So I tell you what, 
Ryan Dana. Sweet. Not only did he do that, but you and I and Jerry both get Mandamus uh, their stickers. So I don't know if you can make it into it's like a bumper sticker or you can put it somewhere. Very cool. So that's in the swag pack. And then we also have like a patch. Let me see if I can get a good like a, like a, an iron-on patch. Like we're part of uh, I don't know it'll, it'll, it'll a biker gang or something like that. Hell, yeah. Hell's Angels. So we got that. And it gives us instructions on how to do it, which is awesome. This is badass. This is just fucking big old double D's in the mouth. This is a uh, to keychain, as you can see. But, and it also opens beer bottles. And it's oh, got right. their logo on the front as well. Good shit. And then we got a copy of their latest album. There we go. That's what I've been waiting for. This is fucking I amazing. The swag, but I want to hear the fucking music. Yes. So we got their album, which is really cool. They've got great artwork in here. So Ryan Dana has sent us so much stuff. What is it? ReverbNation.com? What's their thing? So it's uh, ReverbNation.com, then forward slash Mandamus, and then the number seven. So I got all this stuff. I'm going to be sending it away. Seattle, Washington. Yes. Hold on. This is sweet. This made my day. I'm going to play this here. Who's it? uh... It's a nice shirt, too. Man. Downloads. I think it will download. Ooh. You got your size, you got Jerry's size, and you got pup tent for me. Came with poles, too. This fucking drinking water shit better work I out for me, I have to say, Mikey. though, that Mandamus, they have to update their status. Okay. It says, Mandamus has a show on 729 2017 at 8 p.m. <laughs> at the Charleston in, in uh, Bremerton, Washington. Gents. I'm not a social media whiz, but you might want to update that shit. Just saying. I, yeah, might want to update that. But yeah, that aside, that aside, they put a lot of thought into their merchandise. A lot. I mean, this is some serious swag going on here, and I appreciate the hell out of it. I'm going to be wearing it. I'm going to be repping it. I'm going to send this stuff to Jerry and Mikey, and uh, good deal all around. I mean, Shining Wizards sent me a, a swag pack. Now Mandamus. This is some angry shit like Ask Bandamas if they want to, we could pick one of their songs for our show open. Down for that. I'm down for that completely. So we'll, we'll put them on there for a couple of weeks. I agree. So this is awesome. So Ryan Dana, thank you so very much for putting that together. I do appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to make sure that the boys get their swag and I'm going to be repping out my shirt as early as tomorrow. Oh, he'll wear the fucking shit out of a free shirt. Oh, I will. I absolutely he'll, he'll will. You wear from here to Labor Day. You damn right. So, so that's that's what I got today. But I want to ask you a question here, non non wrestling related. Then we'll get back to the wrestling conversation. Have you and your wife gone out and ventured to any of the uh, social distancing at restaurants? Have you guys done a dining in, not patio in? Yes. Do they have tables where they like tape it off? 
with like that masking tape or whatever so they don't sit you there and every table's separate from no, each they, other? I, th- I think they just kind of know how to space people out. I guess, nice. Because they, they see you, you don't see yourself. Right. So I think they know how to, you know, how to handle it. What not to use, yeah. So I got a situation here, and I want you to tell me if, uh, if I'm being a little too overcritical of this. So there's a restaurant that we frequent quite a bit before the apocalypse happened. Now they've reopened. And it got bad when everything shut down that they actually had all their food, and they put something on Facebook that said, if anybody wants any of the food, we're just giving it away to our local patrons for free. I said, great, can you cook it first? <laughs> I'll come for a pickup, but can you get that done? I don't want no deconstructed chicken parm. I want the fucking full thing. Put you want that the whole, shit together. That's right. But they were giving away like blocks of cheese and they were giving away like tons of hamburger meat and lunch meat because they're like a – they make deli sandwiches. And uh, so anyway. What kind, of, what kind of lettuce do they put on there? I think it's deli romaine. Sandwich. Really? Oh, so they're, they're like fucking fancy. Yeah. You're not getting no iceberg or any of that horse shit. I like the iceberg. Eh, I don't but, know. But, but here's the thing. How do you like it cut? The lettuce? Yeah, like do you want it leafy? Let's see, I like personally the shredded lettuce. Ew, why? Oh, it's just really fucking good. Shredded lettuce? Oh, fucking Arby's yeah. does that bullshit. That's like fucking, that's, no. No, no, this is fresh shredded lettuce. It's like really long and like extra crunchy. You're on your own on that one. Fucking delish. Shredded lettuce. Well, see, Jeez. you can either have that. See, like shredded lettuce on a burger mm-hmm. fucking blows because it all falls off. When you have lettuce on a burger, you need to have leafy lettuce, where it's big and fat, where it covers the fucking burger. Okay. And as opposed to like a deli sandwich? Uh, deli sandwich, you, can, you could have a leafy lettuce. But if you're having like if you're having like a like a hoagie, like a hero, or a submarine, you need you need the shredded lettuce. So, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this. Okay, my because if you have a long a, a 12 inch hoagie, hero, submarine, wherever the fuck wherever the fuck you are, you call it. Right. You that shit open. Right. And you see just big giant leaves of lettuce. Okay. Eh, no. You want to see some shredded lettuce on that motherfucker. Do you understand that by the time you put the shredded lettuce on, you put the other condiments on, and then sauces if you choose, okay? No, 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 That's fucking messy. No, no, no. Lettuce goes on top. Okay, but that's messy. That lettuce falls off. Oh, it's great. But it falls off. Then you really feel like you're fucking getting, like you're uh, really into this fucking sandwich. Then if you bite, (laughs) you don't bite off right, (laughs) you get this giant fucking lettuce leaf. And the and the the the, the ketchup <laughs> slides around the lettuce. It's a fucking mess. The ketchup slides around. What if you if you have too many condiments? Okay. Lettuce, then you have the fucking condiments. Then you have the fucking bun. <laughs> the bun gets slimy. The bun does not get slime. There's no the sliminess of the bun. And oh, the lettuce. Jesus. Slides with the bun, then the burger slips out the fucking back. I'm telling you. Now the meat's falling out because you have one. You never do that. Nice slice of romaine. Because when you bite, 
the lettuce causes lubrication, which causes your burger. <laughs> Whoa, time out. What? When you bite, the lettuce creates what? Lubrication. <laughs> lubrication. So then when you of bite, what? the fucking burger slides okay. out the fucking back. Sneaky motherfucker. Yeah. The, the, oh, okay. I, I'm just going to We're going to break why. this down. We're going to break this down. That's why. When you bite into a hamburger that has a a nice crisp piece of romaine lettuce. It's kind of got to be a cheeseburger. I don't give a fuck what it is. Fine, cheeseburger. So you're saying when you bite into it, yes. okay, yep. you're saying either your mouth or the lettuce, due to interaction with your mouth, creates, what did you say, moisture, lubrication? Lubrication. Lubrication is somehow created, and then the meat says, deuces, I'm out. Right, because what happens is your condiments on top act as a lubricant to the bun. The lettuce leaf sticks to the burger. So when you bite, the condiments in the middle cause lubrication between the lettuce Okay. And therefore, the burger out the back. I can somehow see that. Here's the, only, here's the only way I can see that happening. I do see what you're saying now. Here's what I'm saying then. Then you put, so you go burger, cheese, lettuce. Then you put the sauces. Yes, yes, yes. And then the bun. And then you're fine. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Unless, but how if, much? But if you have, much, but if you have shredded lettuce, that causes resistance it causes what resistance yeah then the burger doesn't slap out the back because you have more surface area crumbled up like a little fucking ball of shredded lettuce then you look like fucking cujo trying to eat something because you're getting <laughs> lettuce all over yourself that's you're why you cut george that, steel that, that's why you cut it in half you cut a burger in half yes this is fucking stupid we are finished if you with this if you get if you get a no. giant fucking burger no. If you're gonna fucking Red Robin, are you gonna, let's Red Robin, and you oh, get a nice Christ. one of those fucking big burgers. What are you for? Okay, no, yeah, no, no, not get the fucking kids menu, slapdick. I'm gonna fucking get a fucking nice big Rock and Robin, Red Robin, fucking Rock and Robin signature burger. Yeah, with free refills on fries, by the way. <laughs> I got a I got a story about the free fries at at Red Robins, by the way. But continue. That fucking burger comes out so fucking high and thick that you can't possibly pick this up, even with leafy lettuce, and eat it properly. You need to cut the motherfucker in half. Then you can pick it up with two hands. The burger stays in the fucking bun, and there you go. I almost don't even respond to this. What, what do you just put your giant fucking mouth over the burger? <laughs> Well, like first of all, it's a, first of all, it's a fucking hamburger, and the last time I checked, hamburgers don't really need to be cut, or food in general doesn't need to be cut unless you're serving it to a child. Second of all, when you Wait, take what are you, what are you, a big, what are you pick, what so you pick up a big fucking steak, you don't cut your steak before you eat it. Steak's not something to eat with your hands. That's ate, ate with utensils. Burgers are not intended to be eaten with utensils. I don't eat it with utensils. I just cut it in half. Whatever. Hey, listen, whatever you want to do over there, Wendy Richter, you do your thing. Rock um, and Robin, by the way. Whatever it is, because I cannot tell you honestly another person I know who goes Red Robin who fucking cuts their goddamn hamburger. I bet there's in more half. people than you think. Yeah, sure. Sure there is. 
I bet there is. There's also people who sleep in footy pajamas, but it's a very small percentage. But that's just fucking stupid. So it's cutting your burger. No, it's not. I, that's the only point that I'm making about shredded lettuce. If you're on a first date with a woman, okay. right? Or your first I'm glad you prefaced first, that. What the fuck, well, if you're on a first date with a woman, like <laughs> there was like a pause there. Well, you're on a first date with whatever the fuck you're on a first date with. <laughs> oh my God. Continue. You don't want to eat your burger. Yeah. Like a fucking pig. Right, but no one says it has to be eaten like a pig. You can take small it, fucking bites. You don't have to eat it like your fucking Grover. What are you supposed to do? Six inches thick, a six-inch thick burger. Where are you eating at? Dahmer's house? Signature burgers at Red Robin. No, they're not. Those fuckers have gotten smaller over the years. They have gotten smaller over the years. And when they bring out those fucking endless fries. I, you know I what get, I would do? I'll tell you what I would do, though. For I get sure. judgy eyes. If I was on a first date and I, I and I wanted to get some action out of it, right? Sure, why not? F- forget getting to know her and I would whatever. I would, <laughs> well, I'm thinking this is more like a guy thing. Burger would, for dinner, pussy for dessert. Continue. Like if I was looking across the table, right? Yeah. And either it's a good looking guy or a good looking girl, whatever you prefer. Right? And you wanted to get some action later on. I would put the entire burger in my mouth like a slob just to show them how much I could put in my mouth at once. Subliminally suggesting that, hey, look at what I can do. You say you would do that? Why not? Well. Maybe it would be subliminally enticing to the person going. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's go, let's go down that fucking rabbit hole for a second here, okay? So you're saying you're sitting across the table, let's say from Angel, right? Just because right. I need to have context with this. I can't just have well, random see, that, people. See, that wouldn't work. Fine, a, 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 a random dude and a random woman. So no one gets personalized here. There, there, there would have to be like there would have to be a guy across the table. So it's the girl that's putting the burger in her mouth all the way. Yes, or the guy. If they're, yeah, if they're well, that if doesn't they're make there. any sense. Then it, that doesn't make any sense. So if the yeah, guy it, is like, oh, look what I can fit in my mouth. What is it? What is she gonna be like? Oh, he can suck no, no, up no, no, big no. titties. Like, is that what it is? No, I'm not talking about that. Well, then what's the whole point of I'm putting something from big in your mouth? That, that's why the guy would have to be across the table. So the guy is watching the girl eat the burger. Yes. And she's taking a big bite out of the burger. And so she's Still trying to send – I mean, listen. I'm, but I'm that, not could, that, could go, that could go for a guy too. I'm not going if – it was, If it was two guys at the table. Oh, Jesus. Moving on. Oh, gee, this is just – the way your mind works just – But do you think people are trying to send subliminal messages to each other? about what could happen later on tonight while they're at the dinner table? Well, you got to be careful these days. You don't want to offend anybody. So if you're being salute, you say, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just being a pig eating this fucking hamburger. Right. Which is probably going to... I don't know why you're so perverted thinking something like that. Moving on. So the woman at this restaurant, we always, I don't know how my luck is with this, but we always what seem restaurant? to get this, the, 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 the restaurant that we, my wife and I, we uh, frequent a lot. You know what oh. I mean? So it's like a... They gave away the food before cooking it. Correct. Now they're back. That's it's a, it's a diner. They make big uh, uh, double-decker sandwiches and all that kind of stuff. That's what they're known for. So when we go there, we've been going there since my family has, since they opened in 1993. So they know us by first-name basis. We're, we're, we're the EC-Dub originals, right? So we roll up in this place, and so now they know my wife because we've been together for eight years now. So – 
I somehow always attract I don't even use the word attract. That doesn't even make sense. But like I always somehow this woman gravitates towards our table. And I don't know if we're just put in her section. I don't know if she just likes to wait on our table. I don't know what her deal is, right? You're her regulars. Uh, I don't want no, I have my regular waitresses that I like. Okay. This you one to, you I, have to you have to request a waitress. You what? You gotta request a waitress when they're about to seat you. You say no, I wanna be sat in Yeah. Cindy Lou section? I do it all the time. Well, what about that woman who's trying to make money and like no one's sitting in her section and everyone's sitting in Cindy Lou's? Well, then she ain't doing something right. Touche. So we get, we just say, hey, we want a booth. I cannot do tables. I got to have a booth. Booth all the way. Booth over table. You fit in a booth. So anyway, so we, uh, I fit in booths. So we get seated by the host or hostess, right? That's their whole job. They just seat people. So we go to this table, and she comes over. She's got... They're probably thinking table. She's got the, the Robert Gibson thing going, and it's bad. I mean bad. Big hootis? Huh? Big hootis? No, it's a woman. A big hootis. I, does Robert Gibson have a huge cock? I have no idea. Yeah, we've talked about this. Okay, I'm talking about Robert Gibson's eye. Oh, I'm still... That's about the other eye. No, not that one. The hoot. Right. I'm with you. Okay, I see. Wait a minute. So she's got the, the Robert Gibson eye I thought eye you were thing. implying there was some sort of bulbous thing going. No, there's okay. nothing bulbous about this woman. So she's got a high-pitched voice, and she always says, you guys, need, you guys need more time? Do you need more time? Like, we, you guys need more time, motherfucker. We just sat down. We just sat down. But if, you're regular, but if, if you're a regular, you just do what you want. Yes, I do. have the same do, thing but, for 25 years. Right, but sometimes my wife likes to mix it up, and she likes to try different things. Yeah. So I always know what I like, but my wife sometimes needs a little extra time. So I say, you know what? We're going to need a couple extra minutes. And I don't know if it's my interaction with her that sets this thing off or what. So let's see, which eye is it? So the right eye is totally fine, normal. The left eye... Your right or her right? Her right. Is, is doing left. this... It, I don't give a fuck. The other, it, it's doing this like fucking eclipse, you know, thing, and it's moving in a circle. But I notice when I tell her that either I'm not ready to order or that we need more time, I think it might frustrate her or anger her because the eye starts to jump up and down like this. And it's just, I can't stop looking at it. It's just fucking amazing. Like, I've never seen that before. It, it's fucking cool. I feel like I'm a cat and someone's dancing that fucking feather stick in front of me. I keep staring at the eye. And I think now she realizes that I have caught on to her gimmick and that it's, I don't know what it is. You should ask her about it. Well, here's the thing. I've been recently leaving bigger tips on the table because I'm hoping that that's an indication of, hey, FYI, get that shit fixed. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty fucked up. Well, I mean, how do you go about society? Like She seems to have no problem with it. Uh, well, she looks dead at me. and that uh, It's not like the other one is just cockeyed like Robert Gibson. This thing is rotating. So there is absolutely no way you could take anyone and have a conversation. That's her timer. Her, her eye has to rotate. 
17 times before she can ask if you want anything else. She probably timed it. And if you fuck up the timing, the eye starts to fucking twitch. <laughs> There's something about her aggression or her frustration level, and that eye does other shit. It is fucking weird. And I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. And I know everybody has impairments or whatever. And I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm a fat guy. So whatever. But I'm just saying this thing is just so out there. You can't compare being fat to having a twitchy eye. This is not a twitchy eye. This I don't even know what you would qualify this as. This thing rotates. Is it a real eye? It is a real eye. Or is it a glass eye? No, it's a real eye. And it rotates. And what I mean by that is, so you got the brown part, the, the, the color of your eye, then you have the black part, which is what, the, the pupil? The, the brown part, it goes, it, I don't know how this medically is possible, but it just, it rotates. And it is like... Uh, it's fascinating to me, and I'm just staring at her. Get it on video. I want to see it. All right. I will. How am just I going to do that inconspicuously? Say, you're not. Just say, I'm recording a podcast. And we're talking <laughs> about local dining establishments. <laughs> By the way, look in the camera really close. No, no, the other one. Son of a bitch. See, my wife gets mad at me because when the waitress comes over, I say what I'm going to get. She goes, are you ready? I go, yeah. The waitress will come over. Said, are you ready to order? And I go, and she goes, go ahead. I go, I'm not ready yet. I, I like get panicky when the waitress comes over. I got to change my mind. I have to really make sure that I'm really getting what I want. Are you an indecisive person in general? Yes. No. Really? When it comes to my food, I am. So I think if I get this food and what I order sucks, it's going to ruin the rest of my day. So I really have to make sure that what I'm ordering is going to be good. You are a fucking shit show, man. Good God. You about? literally think if you order something and you get the food and you're like, oh, this is wrong, it's going to ruin the rest of your day? Especially if it's at nighttime. Why? Because you, you wait all day. You're going out on a date. We get a babysitter for the kids. Right. We go out to eat. And then what you order sucks shit. Just fucking ruins everything. So, okay. So when you and Angel go to a restaurant, she can pretty much decipher what she wants fairly, I mean, within the normal time allotted for someone dining. Pretty quick, yeah. Pretty, you, pretty, pretty quick. You will come to a decision, mm -hmm. then somehow you have yeah, second and I, thoughts. And I'll tell her I've come to a decision. Okay. So when the witch comes over, are you ready? She goes, yes. She says, go ahead, hon. And I go, I'm not sure yet. Oh, my God. You're and then and, and then the waitress says, well, I can come back. I said, no, no, hon, you go, and I'll, I'll figure out by the time. And by the time... Angel done, and she orders like really quick, so it doesn't like leave me a lot of time. I just ended up blurting out what I was going to get in the first place, which is normally. So have a new obsession now. you have a new obsession. My latest obsession is tomatoes and fresh mozzarella with a balsamic vinaigrette. Okay. Like a balsamic glaze. Okay. Yeah, that shit's fucking addictive. Never had it before, but it sounds good. I eat it on a wrap with some chicken. Trying to stay away from the bread. So I get this wrap. What's the wrap made out of? I don't know. I think cardboard. <laughs> oh, you were, you were telling me the other week that you were having, uh, you, you eat that halo ice cream, right? Yeah. Okay. So I told Megan, I said, hey, Mikey eats the halo ice cream. He's trying to, you know, he's going to get into his ring shape again. And she's like, oh, that's great. So I said, well, how about we try the halo stuff? I think I might have dogged it when we talked about it. But I wanted to give it another try. I know. Because you're I'm fucking very opinionated. I'm a very opinionated fuck, yes. So 
we gave it another try again, right? And it's 300 calories per carton. That's fantastic. So we've been eating that. And I'm usually the one who goes up the street to get the ice cream because the fucking red box is right up there. So I'll grab a red box and I'll fucking grab the two ice creams. Well, fucking A, man. $5.99 a carton for this shit? $5.99 for a pint? Yeah, see, but I'll get four servings out of it. Well, because you only eat a teaspoon at a time. So for, or two, you know, two teaspoons, I should say. So for me, it'll, it'll last. Right. Well, Wait, for me, I like to eat the whole, week. the whole thing. I like to eat the whole thing. At once? At once, yeah. Jesus Christ, Freeland. It's 300 calories, for Christ's sake. It's not like I'm fucking snorting Coke. I mean, seriously, it's 300 calories. But do you need to eat the whole fucking thing? It's a fucking pint. It's not that big. Eh. How many servings are in it? I don't know. Well, I, here's what I will tell you. Here's what I will tell you. I use this wonderful app by a great company. It's my personal, my personal fitness app. It's by Under Armour, okay? And I love this app, and I endorse this app 100%, because what this app does is it asks you, how much do you weigh? It says, what, what would you like to weigh? And then how much would you like to lose? How much do you weigh? A lot. Per week. Yeah, a lot. So here's mine. You probably can't see uh, You can't see it that well. No, it's too goddamn bright. So you see my face. Yep. There I am. So it tells me how many calories I'm allowed to have per day. Right. And then it breaks it down to breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. So anyway, if I exercise, then I have a little bit more to go. No, so I, see, that's, that's the, no. To just, so I can stay within my, my caloric range. But you you're trying to say, you, <laughs> you're trying to say, just keep the deficit and move on. Yes. I get it. I hear what you're saying. Sometimes you just need a little something. I'm telling you that for weeks. It, it, you, sometimes you need something to cleanse your palate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need something. A toothbrush. 3,000. Maybe, maybe a little fucking Listerine. Uh, 300 calories for a pint of ice cream is not that much. I don't know what you're talking about. Because if you were to look at an average pint of ice cream, I don't know how much I mean, calories are in that, but it's, it's way more. I'm talking way more. 300 is not bad. But anyway, I am hoping you're supposed to, to have a serving. I don't know what the serving size is. But that's what you should have. Well, that's great. But if I have room, if I have points left at the end of the day, I'd like to use it. And by the way, I don't have to whatever, be deficit. As, as long as I stay within my points, I'm fine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So why not use my points? I don't understand. Why well, would use points just I make? Well, no. What I'm saying, though, is at the end of the day, if I did a good job and I ate well and I stayed within my points – you're going to ruin it by having wanna watch a, movie? a fucking giant fucking pint of ice cream. It's not a fucking giant pint. It, it, it's pretty big. They, they, they're only between 280 and 380 calories per pint. Now, I've never had 380. I've had about 300. And they have all different kinds. What's the kind I normally get? Mm, she likes the chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, That's no, the cookie. girl flavor. What? The, the every cookie dough? Likes, every girl likes that. Yeah, that's true. I don't get it. It's disgusting. Does your wife like it? Yep. Yeah. I get the peanut butter cup. It's really good. So let's see here. It's the peanut butter cup. It is 330 calories, which is seriously nothing. I don't know what a serving size is. It looks fa fantastic. Well, can't you see the back of the label? Well, no, I'm looking on my phone. Oh. 
I don't actually have the, uh, and it's, 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 it's kendo friendly. So that's good. You're all about that kendo, aren't you? Kendo. Yeah. The kendo, the kendo diet. Keto. Keto. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. I'm just doing it regular. Just doing regular. Fuck, regular. I don't know. It doesn't tell me how much it is. But anyway, it's really good. The, the Halo ice cream is really it's, it's probably four servings in a pint, I'm going to guess. Yeah, but who the fuck is going to buy a pint of ice cream and go, well, we're going to watch a movie tonight, honey. Oh, that's great. I'll go get some ice cream. You know what? Let's get the good ice cream that it doesn't have a ton of calories in it. That's a good idea as well. We should be doing that. We should be eating better. So we're already getting the depleted ice cream. Now you want me to eat just a portion of the depleted ice cream? Well, then you might as well get the real shit and just eat a fucking one serving of it. I mean, this is true as well. If you're just looking at numbers, numbers are numbers. Right. But see, the real shit's so fucking good well, that... That's, all, that's a whole other story. It's, it's so good. It is so fucking good that I just want more of it. And that's I'm all ready. I want. You gotta have control. I don't have control right now. That's why my tit size is F. It's not, it's not good. This is not my segue because I'm going to be making any humorous jokes about weight, but I did want to mention this, and, and I know that you have seen this in the wrestling world, and I have seen this as well. Unfortunately, we've lost yet another wrestler. You're familiar with what I'm about to go into here? Oh, Kamala? We lost Kamala, yes. Yes, we lost Kamala. Kamala uh, passed away at the age of 70. I do know through interviews and whatnot he had been struggling with diabetes. Yeah, so Kamala in recent interviews, I, I even believe there was a documentary done. He did an interview with Hannibal and the wrestler, not Lecter. Um, I think he had both of his legs amputated. He did. Diabetes. Yeah. Um, did we also talk about Wilfred Brimley dying? I don't know if you and I talked about that. Eh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Everybody thought he was dead already. Wilfred Brimley, ladies and gentlemen, is this is probably fucking ridiculously old news died i want to say it was about a week ago now at the age of 85 now here's the thing that gets me about wilford brimley not to get off the topic of kamala but i'll get back to him wilford brimley was 85 when he died i thought wilford brimley was 85 in 1986 i had no idea because when he made the movie cocoon which by the way if you haven't seen it you need to fucking check it out it's really good Wilford Brimley was, was a really 32. good actor. Huh? He was 32 when that movie came out. I can't, but he looked like a grandpa. And that was not makeup, and that wasn't any of the doctoring up in the trailers, you know, the makeup trailers. The man just looked old from day one. I could not believe that he was 85 and he had passed away. Now, I don't know how he passed away. I don't know what the... Diabetes. I mean... Maybe that's the truth. Do you know his last tweet on Twitter was about wrestling? Was it really? It was about the WWF, yes. What did it say? So, Wilford Brimley, rest in peace, my friend. You will be missed. What was his tweet? I don't know. Do you want me to look it up? You said it's about wrestling. Why do you, why do, you do these wrestling, kind of things? Have, why do you do these kinds of things? You've got to tell me what the fuck it is. God damn it. Why do you do this? I can't just say something and you just leave it. Oh, what about that? Just like when that's I was like, telling a story. Like me saying, hey, did you hear, the guy, you hear about the guy up the street? No, that is not even accurate. It is? No, I was. Oh, you are fucking ridiculous. It's, it's not even accurate. I talked about Wilford Brimley. I, I, well, this was the same argument you and I had about, um, what was I? I was telling a story about something. Oh, 
do you remember what it was? I was, I was telling you about something, and you were like, well, you didn't go into this great detail for the, the second story that you told about it. You're always looking for more than needs to be. Well, well you're so fucking vague. No, I am you're not host, vague. You're the host of a podcast. You need to expand upon these things a little bit. You need to paint a picture for the listener. Did they already get rid of his account on Twitter? Wilford Brimley, where is it? Did he even get a check mark? Maybe not. I don't know. There's so many people who have like celebrities' names. You can't tell fucking who's who. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You can look it up if it really, you know, if you really want to know. He was tweeting about wrestling, specifically WWE. And I think it was something to the extent of like, what would my wrestler name be or something like that? You know how they say, pick a month and like that superstar is that month or whatever like that. And then pick a number and that yeah. number and plus a color is what your finisher is going to be. I don't know. I think that's what it was. So Wilford Brimley's gone. Kamala's gone. Both of them, I would assume, I'm just guessing here, diabetes. Um, did you ever get to see Kamala live in person? Oh, yeah. Were you ever super, backstage super, with him? Yeah, super nice guy. Uh, that's what I – very soft-spoken it, man. It, it fucked me up because he wasn't Kamala. Because he was just a regular guy? Yeah, it fucked me up a little bit. Going, no, no, this isn't right. No, no, no. You wanted him to be this savage backstage? Yeah, it would have been great. So first time I met him, it was a little disappointing. It's kind of like one of those... I, mean, I knew he was a real person, obviously. <laughs> but... You said that so dejected. I knew he was a real person. He was just like, a performer. Like I, and I wanted to see Kamala. Like it, was, it was one of those fucked up things where I was like, this is disappointing. Would you have taken a job in the WWF to be Kim Chi? Fuck yeah. You would have, you know, foregone the Mikey career if you could have been Kim Chi under oh, the mask. Oh, fuck it. Why not? Okay. Just curious. Now, did he have that big wooden mask when you saw him? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know if he did or not. Okay. He didn't have it on when I seen him. Right. But he had the face paint on and all that? Yeah, I see him putting his face paint on and he's talking like normal. I'm going, no, no, this is just not right. Is that like when you go to Disney World and one of the characters don't have their heads on? Yeah, see, that, yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to see that shit. You know in the back of your mind that that is like, an I know actor. Mickey, I know Mickey Mouse is a 4 foot 10 broad. I get that. Okay. But I want to see that. I don't want to see Kamala without his face. I like Kamala. I don't want to see Jim Harris. No offense to Jim Harris, which is actually the same as Kamala. So there was no offense anyway. And he was a very soft-spoken, very nice, very gentle, very down-to-earth guy. Um, he was awesome. Very gracious. Like, talk about humble. Like, we, we talk about people who have found great success and they kind of get an ego about themselves and he never came across that way at all. Like he was just like the interviews that I watched of him, just very appreciative of the McMahon family for giving him an opportunity and this and that. And so, but it's sad. I mean, he was only 70 years old that no one needs to be leaving this earth that early, but no one also deserves to be in that kind of discomfort and pain either. So, um, yeah. It just seems like the older you get when it comes to wrestling, you lose more. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, that's just that's the nature of the beast. That's time, but it just kind of sucks. But Yes, it does. Not to be a Debbie Downer, so I'm going to change the subject here. But uh, anyway, anything uh, – oh, shit. God darn it. I keep forgetting things. Um, what? Um, there was a couple of people – who wanted me to ask some questions. Anton Heidnick, and I hope I said that right. 
asked me to ask a question. And I feel bad because I had not asked this question. So he went ahead and recorded a video and he wanted me oh, to ask this question. So I'm going to pull up the video and I'm going to let you hear it. And then we're going to take it from there. And so you can answer this question. Okay. Sure. Oh, that thing that you had sent me earlier about the, the 90s WWE when it was uh, the guy getting <laughs> the guy getting detained in the uh, super or the little convenience store, and then his buddy runs in, and it was like Gorilla oh, and yeah. Bobby to the. Oh my God! I literally I had tears in my eyes. I watched it about twenty times. Oh, that was so good. Yes. Jesus Christ! Now I gotta go fucking look over. Okay, hold it. Let me see if I can retweet this at you. Let me see if I can retweet it. What's this it fucking at you. guy's name? Just hold on. God damn. Happy hide my dick. What's his name? <laughs> hold it. I'm gonna retweet it at you. Just keep your fucking pants on. All right, hurry up. Well, I'm not trying to go slow on purpose. Well, you're doing a good job. Not really. Okay. Here we go. Here he is. I think he's kind of pissed at me, so I better get this. I'd be pissed at you too. You fucked up his ask the question. Hold on. I'm, I'm kind of scared to bring up the volume. He looks pretty fucking intense. He looks scary, but I, he's a very super nice, wonderful person. What do you mean he looks scary? He he looks intimidating. He could be a pro wrestler. Hold on, let's let's see here. Hold on. He's got a good look. Hold on. What are you gonna say here? Any time now, Mikey. Mike Freeland. God damn it! Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. Huh. Mike Freeland, God damn it! please ask the guys. Do they <laughs> think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. All right. He, he reminds me of Steve Buscemi. He does have a little, yeah, he does. He's got a little Buscemi in him. Mike Freeland, God damn it. Please ask the guy. <laughs> I, I just like the fact that he just, he just says Mike Freeland, God damn it. Mike Freeland, Mike Freeland, God damn it. <laughs> Mike Freeland, God damn it. Mike Freeland, God damn it. Mike Freeland. Oh, God. Mike Freeland, God damn it. Please ask the guys. Mike Freeland, God damn it. Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some poor TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. He's got me fucking mesmerized, this guy. Mike Freeland, God damn it. Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. No one, no one says that if Mike they're just Freeland, curious. God damn it. Please ask <laughs> the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. This guy's so, getting so yo. much play from this video because you were mesmerized. God damn it. Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. <laughs> what so, the fuck? Yo. You you are so mesmerized by this. What is it about it? He's, he reminds know. me of Steve Buscemi. 
He's just he's just got some sort of charisma that's just sucking me into the screen. Like he I, does. I, like how many times did I just watch that? Like I could keep going. So should he? I'm gonna fall his... asleep to this tonight. <laughs> you have issues, brother. You. Yeah. We should have him change his Twitter handle to. To what? Not Buscemi. My God damn it! Please ask the guys. Unit. Do they? They would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05. If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN. Fucking Spike, yeah. So, yo, that that guy that guy's hardcore. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not gonna I lie to you. I don't know what it is. Mesmerized. You may have a new favorite now. You may have a new favorite. I go streaky on my favorites. You do. Well, you were all over the Rage and Midget at one point well, he, in time. Well, he, he disappeared for a while. He did. See, here's the problem, guys. Listen up. If you want to interact with us, don't just leave. It makes us feel like you don't want, want us to be a part of uh, either your life or you don't want to be a part of ours. Well, Frank, the, Frank the Mailman. Love Frank the Mailman. Reached out to Frank. I'm trying to see Frank. What the fuck, man? What's going on? Super nice guy. Taking care of his family. Delivering mail as usual. Come on. He's our He's- Newman. He's Kitchen our Fawcett. Newman. Kitchen Fawcett is right. He's out there driving, and hey, God bless all the truckers out there keeping this uh, country afloat and making sure everybody gets what they need. And my new favorite, I can hide my dick. I can't even believe you went into that. Wow. You know somebody else who, I, I don't want to say I have a bone to pick, but... Um, Mark Freeland, God damn it. Please ask the guy. <laughs> Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. I feel like there's a lot of overtones in that uh, in that question. I don't feel like he's asking a question. I feel like he's like, hey, you sack of shit. How come you haven't asked my question on the question show? It, it was more like, God damn it. Yeah, I think he's pissed. Well. What I was going to say is you're, question. you're going to – yes, from now on, I'll make sure everyone gets their questions. Very good. Because I don't want to get called out on the carpet here. Uh, Big Daddy Beardo, you're going to have to give me his fucking phone number. You're going to have to you, give you me know, you know what? You know what's pretty funny now? What's that? I played the guy's question about 37 times. We still haven't answered it. <laughs> we just moved on. God damn it. Hey, well, that's off of my shoulders, though. As the host, all I can do is – present the material to you. It is your choice whether or not you choose to address it. So address it, and I'm going to drink some of my Crystal Geyser. By the way, my beard looks, uh, as the kids would say, on fleek. See that? Looks pretty sweet. I looked like goddamn Sean Connery a couple days ago. I was like, how the fuck did this happen? Had to go get myself some uh, Revlon. Call that shit. Well, we, we would not have made it back on Spike. We're Can't hear you. Why not? Because once again, either you have moved away from the microphone or something's happened. It's I'm dropped out. Right here. Can't hear you. Jiggle it. Jiggle the microphone. Do something. Remember the old Nintendo cartridges? You blow in them and it would somehow fix it. Well, do something to your microphone. Maybe you should blow it. Can't I, I can hear even less at this point. What in the fuck? Can you hear me? Yes. There you go. You're back now. I didn't do anything. You're well, me now. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah, it sounds like you are like Never. leaning back in your chair. I'm sitting right here in front of my computer. 
trying to answer fucking hide my dick's question. So go to hide my six times. No, well, that's not really his fault. That's you. He's he's persistent. Let's let's get to the question. Mike Freeland, goddamn it! Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. You know who he reminds me of? Steve Buscemi. I, okay, Steve Buscemi mixed with the guy from, uh, what was that fucking show where it was the high school teacher, he was making meth, and then uh, Breaking Bad. The, right. the guy's partner. Never saw it. You didn't see Breaking Bad? Nope. Fuck's your deal. Not, not one It's a great show. It's a fucking great show. Anyway, answer the question. What question? I'm not going to have somebody go viral on Twitter calling me out again for not uh, having the situation addressed. So That was fun. For you, maybe. Not for me. Sure, so. we would have survived if we got TV. We would have been on Spike or TNN because that went to WWE. We probably would survive if we ended up somewhere. But again, we thought, well, I wasn't there at the time, but they thought that TNN was the answer to all their, all their problems. It just delayed the inevitable. Do you also feel the way Jerry felt that uh, you guys were just used as like lab rats to see if wrestling would have worked on the, yep. uh, the – and that was basically it? That's exactly correct. And then once they realized it would work, they realized the USA Network contract was coming up. They wanted to offer a more lucrative contract. They realized wrestling would work. They went ahead and they uh, flirted with WWE, and then they got the contract. So at the end of the day, TNN got really what they wanted. Of course they did. But then when the contract expired with TNN, they went home to USA, and the rest is history. Yep. So you think once they – and I think this is what he's kind of getting at – once that contract had ended and they went back to USA and they knew wrestling would work, do you think that ECW would have been given a second shot if that offer would have been made? Uh, I don't know. We were the highest rated show, but him and Paul, them and Paul had a pretty uh, contemptuous relationship there. I would believe that. Then again, Paul had a pretty contentious relationship from what I heard with a lot of people. Correct. I think a lot of that had to do with a lot of just – I think the one thing that I've, I, as a fan, have perceived Paul is just disorganized. Yeah. That about sums it up. I feel like great mind as far as being able to accent wrestlers and position them the right way, but it was just he could never stay focused on one thing at one time. So, interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. It is what it is. Yep. Water under the bridge. I'm going to have a guest that we're going to have, you and I. Oh, Jesus. I have a surprise guest that I'm going to bring on. Now? Not now. It's oh, too good. goddamn I'm late. Ready for, I'm ready to go take a shower. Yeah. Oh, you're going to take a shower. Nice. Good for you. Well, I'll so you know what? I change my clothes. I change my clothes. Infrequently, but yeah. yeah. We never said there had to be a time limit. I'd like to thank Ryan Dana for uh, going ahead. These are the shout-outs of the week. Ryan Dana for sending out the care pack to all of us. Thank you so very much. Shining Wizards, Tony. Awesome. Anton Heidnick. I'd like to thank and you for answering this question. 
answer the question. We got it done. You got a lot of radio play right there, man. Uh, his, Big new name is, his new name is I Can Hide My Dick. I Can Hide My Dick. Yep. Gotcha. So I Can Hide My Dick. Uh, Big Daddy Beardo, once again, dude, I don't know what the hell's going on. You and I are just cannot line anything up. Just trying to get you booked on the show. Evidently, you go to bed. I don't know what your work schedule is, but every time I try to get a hold of him, Mikey, not available. So I, don't I thought you'd be used to that by now. Yeah, but I keep trying. So I want to make a connection. Josh Ritter. It is. You're right. Josh Ritter, I want to thank you. Dan Reynolds, I want to thank you. Who the hell is Dan Reynolds? You. Who's Dan Reynolds? Yeah. Reached out to Dan Reynolds, man. Oh, okay. Just, just reached out to him. You reached out to him? I reached out to him, yeah. So why are you give him a shout-out? Would you just stop? Why do you have to goddamn interrogate would you give everything a, would you I do? Wouldn't you give him a shout-out? Enough, shout out if, enough. Out to you? Christopher, want to shout-out to you as well. Thank you so much for interacting with me. Juice Per Wrestling, they went Christopher to the... Um, Christopher fucking Robin with the Winnie the Pooh. It, oh, what right. does it matter? Goddamn. It's Christopher... Well, you're taking a valuable real estate with these people. Oh, my God. It's Christo 76779912. By the way, I love Christopher, but guys, guys, seriously, when you're coming up with Twitter handles, what are you putting, your social security number in here? Like, what the hell is this? Like, no more numbers. Just make it real basic. He's a good dude. Uh, Juice Pro Wrestling, what up, Juice Pro? They went to the uh, Warrior Wrestling event, I want to say, that was held Friday this past, well, this past Friday night, they held it. It was pretty cool. Brian Cage was there. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. was there. It was a really, really good show. Trent Zaberry, thank you as always. You know what? And Pat Hall. <laughs> Love me some Pat Hall. Who the hell is Pat Hall? Pat Hall's the guy who bought a fucking T-shirt, and he oh. was all excited about it. And you're like, oh, that's great, Pat Hall. Where's my money? It's like, what are you talking about? Just thank Pat Hall. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to officially thank – Pat Hall right now. Thank him. Here we go. And go. Yeah, and Frank the Mailman. Reach out to Frank. Talk to him a little bit. Still delivering the mail. Still doing awesome. It's doing well. The family's doing well. You go to Frank the Mailman's Twitter account. It's so, it's so cool. His, uh, all of his groomsmen. It was a wrestling-themed uh, groomsman. And uh, so was mine. So I'm going to have to upload those pictures at some point. Want to give a shout out to a guy who I've interacted with. Really good dude. Uh, Macho Tweet. Have you, have you seen any of his videos, Mikey? Who? Macho Tweet. You should go to his, his Twitter page right now and play one of his videos. It's so good. Uh, one of his videos Jerry sent me was when he uh, was going to get milk at the grocery store. And, uh, oh, my God. God damn it. Please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. You done? Yeah. Thank you. So those are the people I want to give shout-outs to. Thank you so very, very, very much for interacting on social media with me. Uh, now it's time to go ahead and let you all know we appreciate all of you guys listening to the show. If you wouldn't mind doing us a huge, big, wonderful favor, help us climb the iTunes I wanna, rankings. I want to give a shout-out to Ming's Mullet. What? We'll do your shout-out. I just did. Who is this now? Ming's Mullet. Ming's Mullen? 
Man, listen, buddy. Ming's mullet. Ming's mullet. Yes, that's what I said. Oh, you mean the Haku's haircut? Yes. Okay, so what uh, what made you want to have a shout out for them? Uh, he he posted a picture of uh, James Lipton playing Satan. Yeah, it looks, it looks just like the devil, Jim Mitchell. Nice. It's it's pretty fucking scary. Nice. Dead man twenty three px actually uh, just uh, tweeted a match where you beat Gary Wolf for the television championship. How about that? Pretty cool. God, Gary Wolf looks incensed at that point, man. And there you are walking away with the belt with those classic uh, Mikey shirt, but not really sure what's going on with those fucking high school cheerleader, bright ass. Pink Flamingo, Jimmy Buffett-looking tights. That was the old-school thing back then. Sure it was. All right. If you guys wouldn't mind cruising on over to iTunes and giving us a review, we would appreciate that. Let us know what your thoughts are, your comments, what you like about the show, what you would like to hear about the show, any funny moments, anything you would like to talk about, please let us know. All your feedback does help us once again. Climb the iTunes charts. Flood them because we'll read them. You know what I'm saying? And if you're so inclined, go on over to Pro Wrestling Tees. Pick up yourself a Front Row Material shirt. You can also go ahead and get a Mikey Whipwreck and Jerry Lynn shirt as you are shopping as well. And uh, make sure you support the boys. You can also support uh, support us by making sure you, you purchase a shirt. What do you think about the shirt sales, Mikey? They're Adiba, Adima. Edema? Yeah. Are you making fun of the fact that I'm retaining water right now? Well, I was going to say that, or anemic. One or the other. Right. Appreciate that. So we sh- should we take it to the close? Take it to the close. You know what I'm saying? All right. Maybe not. I know what you're saying. Anything else you have to say? Anything else you want to talk about this week, or is that basically the end of it um trying to think just curious so yo mike freeland god damn it please ask the guys do they think ecw could have survived if they would have found some form of tv between 01 and 05 if that would have happened think they would have made it back on fucking spike tnn just curious so yo i just are you done say that's all i have to say Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the False Finish. We do appreciate it. Don't forget, coming up this week, got a really cool episode with Front Row Material, which is going to be coming out on Friday. Uh, yeah, I guess that's everything. Anton Heidnick's my new favorite person. Well, you I don't know if I would necessarily say that. I would have to say that uh, Ryan Dana is pretty much of a badass as well. for Mark Freeland, God damn it! please ask the guys. Do they think ECW could have survived if they would have found some form of TV between 01 and 05? If that would have happened, think they would have made it back on fucking Spike TNN? Just curious. So, yo. God, you're unbelievable. So how do you pronounce this again? What, what do we say it was? The band name? Because I'm, I'm horrible at pronouncing things. What do you mean? The band. What band? The shirt band that we got all the oh, new the one we got, Oh, Mandamus. Mandamus. Check Mandamus out. I'm going to go ahead and show you this. Jeff Ketamine, Joe, I'd love to call him Joe Horrendous. 
uh, Steve Patterson and Ryan Maverick Dana check them out at facebook.com Mandamus Band you can also check them out at ReverbNation.com forward slash Mandamus and then the number 7 they went ahead and sent us some awesome stuff going to make sure that Mikey and Jerry get theirs as well but uh, sweet ass swag that's all I'm going to say sweet ass swag all right guys we will catch you next week on the false finish my freeland god damn it the world